This is Suzanne Markendorf from the Cardiac Imaging Team of the Department for Nuclear Medicine at the University Hospital of Zurich, Switzerland. I will now present you our study with the name value of 12 lead electrocardiogram to predict the myocardial star on FDG-PET in heart failure patients. This study was conducted to assess whether Q-waves on resting surface 12 lead ECG are predictive of non-viable myocardium in patients with ischemic cardiomyopathy. Even if the electrocardiogram is widely available and fast, its value to predict a true myocardial scar in patients with ischemic cardiomyopathy has not been studied extensively yet. We analyzed resting ECGs of 149 patients with ischemic cardiomyopathy undergoing cardiac positron emission tomography with ammonia and fluorodesoxyglucose. Pathological Q waves and QS complexes were assigned to one of the three coronary artery territories and compared to the PET findings. A myocardial scar was defined as two or more continuous myocardial segments with an average matched reduction of ammonia and FTG uptake of less than 50% of the maximum value. Additionally, we defined two more stringent criteria for a myocardial scar. There was two continuous segments with less than 30% uptake and three continuous segments with less than 50% uptake. We defined that to evaluate whether Q waves would have a higher sensitivity and specificity with these more stringent criteria. Our results can be summarized as following. Pathological Q waves are moderately correlated with areas of myocardial scar on FDG-PET. On average, patients with pathological Q waves have larger areas of reduced FDG uptake. However, the reliability of Q waves to predict a myocardial scar is weak or moderate at best. When looking at individual coronary artery territories, the left anterior descending had the lowest specificity but a higher sensitivity compared to left circumflex and right coronary artery territory. Using FDG-PET as reference method, is of course a strength of our study. Because compared to other imaging modalities, FTG-PET stands out by its high sensitivity to detect the myocardial scar and is therefore the gold standard of this. To our knowledge, this is also the so far biggest population comparing ECG findings with FTG-PET. But of course, our study has also a number of limitations. We used, for example, a standardized oral glucose loading protocol for FTG-PET with additional insulin injections in diabetic patients. We did not use the hyperinsulinemic euglycemic clamp method, which may have affected the image quality in insulin-depending diabetic patients. Moreover, we did not include the results from myocardial contractility by echocardiography in our analysis, as they were not available in all patients. Therefore, we did not assess the accuracy of Q waves and QS complexes 
based on the presence or absence of severe wall motion abnormalities. But this of course would be an interesting topic for further studies. This trial in a sizable population supports previous observations of smaller studies that Q-waves have only poor or at best moderate sensitivity and specificity to detect a myocardial scar. The present study suggests that Q-waves on ECG should not be used to determine myocardial viability and identify individuals who are candidates for myocardial vascularization. Instead of finding support, they use of more advanced imaging techniques in clinical practice to assess myocardial viability and decide on appropriate treatment strategies in patients with ischemic cardiomyopathy.